Hello and welcome to Say When, a geeky podcast, episode 32. We are visiting the Wild West in the Outer Reaches this fine November, what is it, 13th? Yeah. Yep. 36 days until Tross. How are we doing, y'all? Excited. Can't wait. And cold. And cold. Oh my gosh. Yes. It's just wrong, man. Mother Nature's. Mother Nature's. See, this is a problem, though. People won't believe in global warming until we don't have like cold snaps like this. And it's like, but but weather isn't climate, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) But anyway, my crazy, insane butt went hiking um, in 30 degree weather this past weekend and thought I was going to get frostbite on my fingers. But it warmed up. That's right, because you're in the upstate. I was. I was at a horse show. It was pretty chilly at the horse show, but yeah. So we were all outside, Frankie. How about you? Were you warm and cozy in your house, or no? I was in the Shenandoah Valley. Nice. That also was, sounds chilly. It was very chilly. It was very chilly, and the wind made it more chilly. I went to uh, a JMU football game. Okay, James Madison. James Mason. James James Madison. Okay. I think that's Shenandoah. It's gorgeous up there. It's like uh, it's like it's, it looks like a lot like Clemson. Mm. Okay. 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 Yeah. Is that a private school? Public school? Public school. I would Is be very public? happy. Yeah, I'd be very happy my boys attended. Okay. It's about 20,000 students, so, you know, similar in size to um, Clemson. You know, mountains are in the background. Nice. A lot of new stuff. Is it FCS or FBS? It, uh, it's, it's Division Two, whatever that is. FCS. I know, uh, not that's Championship League, so it's Division Two. I know they call it something else now. Okay. All right. Well, cool. Yeah, we... Man, the semester for me is drawing rapidly to a close. We've got like three weeks left. I only see one set of my students like three more times, and that's counting the exam or something. It's crazy how fast this has gone by, but Mm. anyway... All right, do we want to jump right into this? I think so. Okay, so before we get into Disney Plus and The Mandalorian, which I think is what our primary focus is today, um, I think we have some unfinished business. One, on the last podcast, I mentioned something that I felt (laughs) bad about not mentioning. Um, We were talking about, briefly, about the Mortis arc. In the Clone Wars, and one of the first places I heard a discussion about the missing mother in the Mortis Art was on a podcast called What the Force, and I've mentioned that podcast to y'all before, but I wanted to just, like, speak directly to that, so, you know, I'm an instructor, I really like to cite my sources, so I'm citing my sources, that's where that came from, so if you're interested in that, then by all means, go check out Marie Claire Gould, any of her... Any of her podcasts, I think, are excellent, but it is What the Force podcast. So if you're interested in the Force in a metatextual sort of way, she's your girl. That's that. And then we had a poll that Melissa decided to run. Yes. You want to tell us about the poll, Melissa? No. (laughs) (laughs) All right, fine. So me and Frankie... As you 
listeners are probably aware, um, are not interested in this whole um, Raylo business. We don't ship them. Sally does. Um, and so I was curious what the general fandom viewpoint was. And so I posted a poll on Facebook, you know, for whatever that's worth, and to a couple of different Star Wars groups that I'm in and just on our Say Win page. And um, the question was, do you want to see Raylo realized in the Rise of Skywalker? And we had 565 votes. That's a lot of votes. It is a lot of votes. Um, And now I will say... Our poll got hijacked by a couple of Raylo group pages. <laughs> okay. Uh, 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 let me finish. Go ahead, it's, finish. That's true story. It, that's facts. Um, they were posted in a couple of Raylo group pages as well. But um, so anyway, 71% voted yes, that they would like to see Raylo realized in the Rise of Skywalker. And 29% voted no. Um, interestingly, maybe not so interesting or surprisingly enough, um, the majority of the yes votes, like the huge majority of the yes votes were females and, uh, the wide majority of the no votes were males, me being an exception to that. I voted no. So out of curiosity and admittedly, I have, I follow a specific set of people. I used your exact wording and posted your exact poll on my Twitter page. I only mm-hmm. ran it for three days. Mm-hmm. My results, I had almost a hundred, uh, almost a hundred responses. And I think the number was 95% yes. Yes. So even if you filter in, oh, well, they're just Raylos. I guess their votes don't count. Still. <laughs> I'm not the only person out there who sees this dynamic, who thinks that it's the way it should go. No, I mean, the bottom line is out of 565 people, 71% are interested in seeing this. So that was an eye opener. Um, I'm very curious to see how. Ask it me all turns if I'm out. surprised. You don't even need to. But No, we don't. No. Keep tooting your own horn there. But <laughs> just because you lost, don't be bitter. <laughs> no, because that's how, but that's how you wanted it. To, you wanted me to be the sole outlier. That's what you wanted. I did want that. I'm not going to deny it. Yep. It's, and Frankie's it's like, well, you're the only Raylo I know in real life. Really? Okay, dude. Uh, that, that still hasn't changed. <laughs> Yeah. Thanks. Well, one of that the guests, one of the guests we have on the podcast, voted in our poll, and he actually came up to me today and said, "I voted yes." I said, "I know you did. I saw that." <laughs> so clearly, I'm not the only one. And you're he, not, Frankie, Frankie. Here's the thing: maybe people just aren't telling you. Maybe, maybe because you know what, I can be intimidating. And, <laughs> You can be. Actually, how tall are you? Six. Okay. And, uh, yeah, you can be. So I'm not intimidated by you because I've known you since you were, you know. Not six feet tall. Not six feet tall. (laughs) And weigh like 100 pounds soaking wet. So I'm not intimidated by you. But regardless of the fact that. Plenty of people could be. uh, You know, Frankie and I 
would have liked to have seen this gone another way. I wanted to just thank everybody that participated in the poll and we really do appreciate it. So thank, thank you. you. Thank you very we're, much, y'all. I'd really do appreciate it. You have no <laughs> idea how much. Man, we, the smell of vindication in the morning. <sighs> yeah, there's going to be a bingo game we're going to play, too. It's going to be even yes. more fun. Yeah. Yes, yes. I've already got some of my bingo filled out. And I've got a couple little spots that I will I will be interested to see, get some feedback. And so here's my idea for that, that we all fill out our bingo cards. Then we have a podcast where we talk about what's on our bingo cards. So we, we're we staking our flags in the sand, right? This is what we think is going to happen. And we can't should change we, it. Should we, we should post our, we'll post our bingo, our bingo cards to the, um, the webpage. To the Facebook, the Facebook page. page? Yeah, the Facebook page. But yeah. I think we should have a podcast on that. because Absolutely. <laughs> I think the responses will be hilarious. Okay, so that is some Skywalker unfinished kind of business. Um, other news and notables movies coming out. I will be going to see Frozen 2 opening day. What about y'all? Uh, I will not be there opening day. I will hopefully. It's weird, right? Because like my, I really enjoyed Frozen. Mm-hmm. I thought it was the best Disney film they'd done in a long time. That like the whole, you know, the whole like whatever kind of like the whole genre, that whatever thing that is, that was the best one they'd done in a long, long time. So we'll be going to the opening day. If I can convince my boys, I will take them some number over Thanksgiving break. Cool. Melissa, um, I I have said I want to see Ford versus Ferrari, which may sound kind of out in left field to our listeners. But I do. I want to see Ford versus Ferrari because I really do like Fords and Ferraris not so much. But I do like movies like that. Like Like one of my favorite movies, no kidding, like no telling a lie is gone in 60 seconds. Oh, that's such a good film. And it's because the cars are so awesome. Yeah. And I really like... um, You are a car hound. I think we all are. And We share that in common. Yeah, I really like the Italian job, and it's mostly because of the Mini Coopers. I mean, just, you know, I I like movies like that. So, yeah. Yeah, I'd be up for seeing both of those. I did get to see um, the new Terminator movie Mm -hmm. over the past weekend and it was great okay so uh, spoilers if you don't want to hear any spoilers for terminator skip ahead a couple minutes yeah i'm just gonna you've say been you've been warned i'm just gonna say that this movie flipped the script on the importance of the male character okay so when you say the male character do you mean john connor the male character yes okay yes. so so John Connor's not important in this film. I'm, I'm just no, he's not, not really. I mean, he still he play, still plays a role in this movie, but he is not the most. A female character is the most important character this time. You know, in the past movie, basically Sarah Connor was just carrying the man who was going to save the day in her womb. Right. That changes. That changes in this movie. And, and the one, it was a really good movie. But it's almost like that moment, that reveal moment, they almost could have, like, every, all the cast members could have turned around and gave a big, great big wink to the camera, like, look what we did, you know, it was just so in your face. 
Um, and I don't want to say too much more because Frankie hasn't seen it yet, and I know he probably wants to see it, even if we gonna, don't, Sally. So I miss. So I haven't seen the previous one. I will mm-hmm. go ahead. And, I kind of ran out. Is that important, or does it matter? Um, really, you haven't seen the previous one. Oh uh, uh, well. So- the only thing you really need to know is in the previous movies, John Connor was important. Right. He was the bad That's, guy. No, no. John Connor was the guy that takes down Skynet. Right. So all the Terminators are coming to try to get rid of him. Right. To prevent um, that from happening. You know, And so John Connor is no longer the savior in this new timeline, basically. Okay. Gotcha. So... Um, <sighs> travel sucks so bad sorry anyway <laughs> it, it gives me no it just gives me such headaches i'm like what's happening y'all remember Endgame made me crazy because it was a time travel thing right like you didn't have to do it that way but sorry is there time travel in this one i'm yes. not gonna say anymore because we said we'd you know skip ahead like two or three minutes and we probably already spent enough time on it yeah. let's move on but it is it's definitely you know, a good movie. I recommend it. Go see it. Um, a little gratuitous in some areas, but violence-wise, violence. Right. violence? I, it's, no, it's not too. It's not super. I mean, it's no more violent than any other Terminator movie. Okay, okay. is that rated R? Uh, Pretty sure it is. Yeah, has to be. Frankie, did you see, uh, you kind of tongue-in-cheek, you you said on one of our last podcasts, did anybody see The Joker? Did you see where it's like the highest grof- grossing rated R film of all time now? Joker? Really? Is? Yes. Is it some kind of cult classic I missed out on because I've I been working? Know. I don't know. But I saw that and I was startled by it. I was like, wow. I mean, and I know people, it seems like people who like Joker really liked it and then other people just, I don't know. So bigger than bigger than Deadpool? Apparently. Really? Apparently. Inter- interesting. Does that make you want to see it? No. No. No, like I'm just you know because the merchandising of, De- of Deadpool was you know amazing. I haven't seen that same kind of merchandising. Well, do you mean mer- or do you mean? Well, like there's kid stuff, you know, socks and stuff like that. Like I mean, there's the, the Joker stuff that's already out there was already out there there sure. isn't joker stuff i haven't seen like joker stuff specific for this movie out there does that make sense yes so you're talking about things that are available to purchase for this joker so yeah if they had put things out for this joker you might be more interested if you could buy socks but I would like it, it or no i'm just saying like the the, the um because you said because like i just thought you said the highest grossing i'm like well deadpool you know deadpool made yeah. it a killing, um, right? Yes, uh, yes. So it's just one of those things. I was like, "Wow, well, it'd, it'd be Deadpool," because like, there's merchandising that's specific because of Deadpool. Yes. Right, yes. and I haven't seen specific merchandising to this Joker movie out there, really. So you think you're surprised they didn't capitalize on it? Yes, but actually, not really, because it's DC. And DC, DC. just bless it; they <laughs> just can't get it right. They just they cannot get it right. Okay. Okay. Anything else we want to tackle? Uh, by the way, um, I will say this. The 
the rise of Skywalker hype train is sort of leaving the station now that the Mandalorian has premiered. I think we're going to start seeing a lot more for the rise of Skywalker. Thank yeah. God. Thank God. Okay. So the Mandalorian, we all have Disney plus. Yes. The, yes. I've, I've watched one thing. The <laughs> <laughs> I've watched a couple of things. Yeah. 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 My middle daughter had her hands on the remote, so the first thing that that got pulled up was Zootopia. Uh, Yes. That was already on Netflix. Well, it wasn't on Netflix the last bit, and she has been Uh. dying to see Zootopia recently, and so she found it on Disney+, and her life was complete for that moment. It was very cute, but it's fine. (laughs) So, Zootopia was on, but also... The Mandalorian. I've only seen it once. Have y'all seen it just once, twice? Did y'all? Twice. You saw it twice. And you saw it once. Just once. All right, Melissa, then you've seen it the most. Can you summarize it for us? Oh, my gosh. By the way, spoilers. If you don't want spoilers for The Mandalorian, I don't know why you're here. Mm -hmm. Come back after you've seen it. Right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Go. So it truly feels like a space Western that opening scene when you walk in and you know, the lone gunfighter walking into a bar, getting into a brawl. Um, He spilled my drink truck. Yes. Oh, you might as well have had the swinging doors, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. you could replace, um, what's his name? Pascal or whatever with any old Western character, like, notable western character in this position and you would think you were watching like i don't know any western yeah that i grew up watching strong silent type yeah strong silent type yeah oh and he even had the like the trope of like he like tapped his gun right you could come in warm or cold or whatever i mean that was the first line he spoke wasn't it i mean yeah yeah just yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, is that how he really sounds? Are they? Do they have someone like? Does Pedro Pascal really sound that way? Hmm. I don't know. He's the guy. Y'all know who he is, right? Yeah. Played in Narcos, and Tropico, mm-hmm. and Game of Thrones. I can't remember what he sounds like, but it doesn't seem like that sounds like him. Well, you realize that John Favreau, apparently, who wrote this, this is kind of his baby, is also the guy that was behind that space western with Daniel Craig in it a few years back. Like, there were aliens that landed in the West, and they were getting gold, and Daniel Craig's character had been kidnapped by the aliens. Am I the only one who saw that? Okay, never mind. (laughs) Olivia, what's Wild was in it? Mm. My husband was very interested. Just Um, because of Olivia Wilde? Yeah. Her character, spoilers for whatever the name of this movie was, her character died, and when she came back to life, she was naked. So, I mean, you know, oh. he was like, oh, really? This is great. <laughs> this is a movie I want to see. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it was, re- it was weird. Oh, man. The guy, Boyd Crowder from, 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 that's the character name from Justified. He was in it, too. I don't know. It, it, anyway, moving along. I'm sorry. Also a Western, so. Yeah, so it feels like a legit Western, but then you've got all this nostalgia mixed in, like there were Jawas and um, 
Oh my god, what's his name? Uh, salacious. Salacious crumb. They were eating salacious crumb. Yes, they had salacious yes. crumb on a spit. <laughs> and then there's a salacious crumb in a cage, like all sad and stuff. And I'm like, I hate you, salacious crumb. But um, <laughs> apparently, those were like, according to some of the novels of Star Wars, those are like those annoying toys that kids get in the Star Wars universe. Like, uh, yeah, they would make salacious crumbs into annoying toys. I didn't know they were food, though. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What are they, like a mix of a lizard and a monkey or something, I think? Uh, yeah, they were the thing that sat on Jabba's hut, on Jabba the Hutt's shoulder or slope yeah. of whatever. <laughs> Cackling. Yeah. 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 <laughs> salacious crumb. And, you know, so that was cool. And then I really, the only, like, actor that was recognizable to me because of course um what's his name pedro is behind the mask Carl weathers mm-hmm. well carl weathers yes and um then what's that actor that was in some of like nick nolte was he in this one he wasn't in this one yeah he was yeah was he yeah oh he gosh. was the he was the creature on the planet that he had yeah. he made uh he made uh, it looked just Mandal- like Nick Nolte. Yeah, he made the um, Mandalorian <laughs> learn how to ride the lizard horse thingy. Yeah. That, was that was Nick Nolte. That was Nick Nolte. It looked yeah. just like him. Mm-hmm. Are you really? Look at it. That's Nick Nolte. He's yes, not even wearing a mask. It's Nick Nolte. <laughs> <laughs> it's I Nick Nolte. <laughs> yeah. like exactly. I see his face and I was like wow that's Nick no, Nolte that and then he spoke way, and I said it is Nick Nolte that character was way too he had it way too together to be Nick Nolte's insane so like it was I, Nick I, Nolte. Can't, I can't place those two together even that I'm just telling you it was Nick Nolte okay <laughs> well I didn't recognize him and note that I said recognizable character um, oh my god and now I'm trying to remember his name the, the speeder guy he's a comic and how did, you don't know Werner Hartzog the no. old imperial no okay. okay I didn't recognize him the one who was like bounty hunting is a complicated profession yeah he's great though I oh, love yeah, he's a great actor yeah um but my point is even though there weren't and other than those two that you mentioned a lot of recognizable characters to me I thought they all did an outstanding job and I was kind of, I've heard a lot of people say that they really weren't immersed in it, but I was, I really got into what? it. Yeah. Oh I saw goodness. an article. Somebody was like, Oh, it was very disappointing. I was like, what now? Yeah, no, I loved it. I, I just was, was, on, I was, I was glued the whole yeah. time. I was 100% not invested in the Mandalorian because I was looking at it and I was like, okay, this is aimed at Frankie. This is not aimed at me. (laughs) This is just not for me. Okay, fine. I'll watch it because it's Star Wars and I love Star Wars. But I know going in, this is just not aimed at me. And then I came out and I was like, okay, maybe it is aimed at me too. Um, Interesting. Tell me why. Why is it also aimed at me? Yeah. What did Um, you enjoy about it? Well, I can't really come up with anything I didn't like. I mean, I just liked it in general. Um, the visit with the priestess to me was very interesting. Um, so I'm interested to see where this leads, like the Mandalorian's backstory, because he says Mm -hmm. he was once a foundling, 
but mm-hmm. he doesn't look like he's from a particularly poor family that would be like orphaned, right? Because he's got on this really rich colored cloak and all this stuff. And but a foundling doesn't necessarily mean that you come from a poor family. I know, but part of that was that he he gives her the imperial credit that they melt down and to make the shoulder armor for him, and. Mm-hmm. She asked him if he has a signet, which is like a family crest. And he's like, not yet. And she said, well, soon or something like that. So mm-hmm. hopefully we're going to get some backstory on him. And I don't want to like go into the very end of, of the show. But I'm curious, is he going to, what's he going to do with what he's found, you know? And so I think that was kind of interesting. And, and like, and I, I like the fact that he stopped and he was very respectful of this priestess who was making the armor and, and, and I call her a priestess. I don't know if that's the correct terminology, but that's kind of what it felt to me. Cause he stops. He's very respectful. He kneels. He waits on her to acknowledge him. It's not mm-hmm. like he's just a customer demanding service or anything. She's not just a regular blacksmith. Right. right. And, and, <laughs> and then she said, and then, you know, he gives her everything that she, he has earned. Another thing's interesting too. He takes like half his fee rather than to take Imperial credits. Mm-hmm. And Wow. Is he just not wanting imperial money at all? Because if it still spends, well, he's willing he's to give like, up half of it. Because Mandalore was destroyed by the Imperials largely, right? Yeah, and he won't take anything imperial. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he ta- but he takes that one credit thing because it was seized. Mm-hmm. That was the steel that she used to make this. That's what mm-hmm. that was seized from Mandalore. So yeah. I think that's why he took it because he's just yeah. trying to bring it. And then they make part of his armor, his Mandalorian armor, with it. And but then there's stuff left over, and she's like, "You've got this much left over. It'll sponsor many foundlings." And he's like, "Oh, and I was a foundling once." And I was, and then you get that little flashback. So I thought that was really interesting there. So I'm intrigued. And then of course, uh, Taika Waititi's droid character amused me kind of <laughs> a lot. I don't know if he amused y'all, but the droid. The bounty droid? The, yes. the bounty hunter droid? Yeah. Yes. It was Taika Waititi, I believe. It was funny. Yes. Yeah. Um, some of that was confusing for my kids, I'll say this, because like they kept on wanting to call the Mandalorian Bubba Fett. Yes, because he had Mandalorian armor on. Yep. And they kept on calling, they called him IG-88. Uh, the Mandalorian or the? The, 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 um, the, the other IG, the, the droid. Okay. So they kept, and they're like, IG-88's in here too. And I'm like, um, yeah, sure, it is. <laughs> it's right? fine. It's fine. It's, it's fine. fine. It's totally yeah, fine. It's, that's Bubba Fett and that's IG-88, sure. <laughs> Just go with it. Because you're kids and I'm not arguing. <laughs> it's not worth arguing. Yeah. I, I was also glad to see it was PG. Yes. Um, Because you could watch it with the kids, right? You didn't have to worry about... Um, I was a little like one eye open at the very beginning where he the door closing scene. Yeah, I was like, oh, are they going to show it's like, that? Please don't show it. Please don't show it. Because yeah, because yeah. I'm, I'm watching it with the boys, and I was like, no, don't show it, don't show it, and they didn't. And I was like, Phew. yeah. You but this is Disney, Disney Plus. Yeah, this you is are Disney. Disney. And how we love you, Disney. <laughs> how we love you. Okay. All right. So, Melissa, what what are you thinking? Are are you surprised that I enjoyed it, or what? Yeah, I mean, it's just, uh, there was no romance. <laughs> you say that. Not yet. You say that. You say that. I'm fascinated. 
So, you know, I was like, oh, Sally's probably not going to care for this too much. It was all, you know. Just oh. <laughs> dead air. Yeah, no, I'm sometimes I have the urge to use um, not so nice words as descriptors. And I remember that I'm trying to keep this podcast PG. But anyway, it was pretty awesome. Um, fight scenes and um, just, you know, typical Western type yeah. stuff. And um, I just didn't, I'm surprised, pleasantly surprised that it appealed to you, that you found some things that you enjoyed about it. Yeah, I mean, I've got nothing at this point to really kind of complain about. I, I, um, I, I don't. I don't have anything to complain. When you think about it, I really don't have anything to complain about with the sequel trilogy either. I really like the sequel trilogy. The only thing I have to complain about as far as so far is that you can't binge watch it. Mm. Yes. But that's on purpose, so right? by that. I was like, I just want to binge watch the show. Yeah, that's on purpose, though. <laughs> That's yeah. their, but that's their way of keeping you for more than a month. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to be honest. I went ahead and pulled it up. I did the yearly subscription. Me too. Okay. Me too. Yeah, I was I like, mean, okay, 70 bucks. I'll deal with it. Yeah. So uh, there's eight episodes. Mm-hmm. Do we know what the release time is for um, those? I believe the next one is going to drop this week on Friday, and then they're going to drop on Fridays going forward okay. for the next seven weeks, I guess. Sweet. So we can always we can always have a little Mandalorian update in our podcast. Yes. That's awesome. Yes. Absolutely. So the big reveal was the end. Oh my gosh. That was so exciting. I was just are we gonna say? Well yes, yeah. Well, there's this this is this is it's out. It, it, there's you know, spoilers away. There's doesn't matter. So how cute is baby Yoda. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and I am just going to say it might not be, it's not definitely not baby Yoda. It could right? be Yaddle. It, it could, could be, be, but it could be another Yoda like character. It's, it's definitely baby Yoda species. Yes. Right. Which we don't even know what that is. So that's yes. a whole other thing. Like maybe Mandalorian is going to provide us more backstory on the Yoda species, where they're from and all that stuff. That's kind of exciting. Okay, so I have a question for y'all. This bounty was, this very lucrative bounty was to get the baby Yoda species character back to that Imperial doctor, like the the mad Mm -hmm. scientist. Is Mm -hmm. the Mandalorian going to do it? No. Well, well, I don't know. No. He certainly is not going to take him as dead. Because the... You know, I mean, because he shot the Taika Waititi droid, although that droid apparently gets better. Um, I mean, it is a Western. Um, I don't think he turns it in. I don't think he turns in Baby Yoda. Well, let's just call it Baby Yoda since we don't know the species, and Baby Yoda sounds so cute. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, it's like, you know, so anyway, I don't think he turns in because he doesn't like Imperials. Right, but he does like the fact that he's able to get Mandalorian armor back from them or Mandalorian metal back from them. I don't so, think, I think he might still go for Mandalorian. Oh, I think he might still get the Mandalorian armor back. I think it's going to be, so my kind of wondering is, they figure out he's got Baby Yoda, and they go after him now. He's going to kind of flee around, 
and you know we're going to find something that because it's going to tie into the resistance somehow. I believe. I uh, no, not resistance. It's going to tie into something. It it will it will lead you to know something. Yeah, what I think it might. I, I've heard this, and it might have been on What the Force. There is there are apparently some indications that we might see the very beginnings of the um, the first order. The first order. Right. Right. In the Mandalorian, but probably not anything you have to see if you don't. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So this is set five years after the fall of the Empire. I thought it was eight, but anyway, it doesn't matter. And then 25 years before the rise of the First Order. Right, mm-hmm. but to get what they've got, they had to have been working for a while, right? Yes. Especially if they're part of the Emperor's contingency plan, and I kind of think they are, um, because the Emperor is... The Emperor is a thread running throughout the sequel trilogy. So, I wouldn't be surprised if we didn't see something that gives us a hint about the Empire um, in The Mandalorian beyond just reminding us what the Imperial Cog looks like. Which is different from the First Order Cog. Mm -hmm. So... And by the way, babies, any kind of baby, that's a, that's a hit the nurturer thing. How long do we have to wait for baby Yoda merchandise? I mean, I'm sure it's not out there now because they didn't want to spoil it, but oh my God, I want one. <laughs> baby I wonder, Yoda. If they, I wonder if they have them at Galaxy's Edge. Uh, uh, they probably do now. Yeah. They, they probably that. do. They unveiled it yesterday. Yeah. yeah, there's probably you know there's it hit a the little shelves crate. this morning. Yeah, it was funny too because we're like as we see as we see the bassinet, the space bassinet. We're like, oh, there's a baby in there. There's a baby in there. Yeah. There's a baby in it's there. It's 50 years old, and we don't make yeah. the connection. We're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> we didn't make the connection. So yeah, yeah, it's pretty awesome. Then. And then afterwards, it's like, oh yeah, that makes total sense. Yeah. Well, but. think about this though. How old? If baby Yoda creature is 50 years old, compare its age, anything else 50 years old? I wonder if there's any significance to that. That's all I'm saying. So, okay, how how long do Wookiees live? 250 years, or no, 400 years. 400 years. Chewie's middle-aged. Yeah. At 250 or 230 something. Wow. Uh Uh-huh. So what's there's some other things. Oh well, Maz is over a thousand years old. Yeah, yeah. So Maz outlives Yoda's species. Yeah, yeah. So. I'm just wondering if there's anything else that's like 50 years old. Someone mentioned it again. I think I think it was on that what the Force podcast. They mentioned that that would that baby would have been born in and around the same time that Anakin was born. Hmm. Let's just assume everything I think is from. <laughs> um, but I was wondering if y'all could think of anything else that might have been born around that time. Like if it has any significance. Or if they just picked 50 years and went with it. Because you wouldn't be expecting a 50-year-old baby. Yeah, you, right? think they just, you think they just kind of threw us off with that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But I, it's certainly, I, I, I could buy know. it. I could buy Because there was so much mystery surrounding what is he going after, right? I could totally buy that they were just giving us the 
50 years. But this is Star Wars, and I basically think everything means something. Hmm. Because that's what I think. I think it, I mean, and it's all, you know, a big story. So I'm just wondering if there's anything specific there. I'm also wondering, I wonder if they're going to tie the Mandalorian into the Cassian Andor series or the Obi-Wan series. That might be interesting. Right. Maybe. Because because Cassian, Cassian, that would be, I mean, he would be a kid, right? He'd be a kid for that. No, no, no. No, Cassian's, Cassian's dead. dead. Cassian's dead. So what about um, the Obi-Wan? The Obi-Wan's dead too, isn't he? Because this is after Return of the Jedi. Yeah. yeah. So is he going to tie Luke in? Like, are we going to hear anything about the Force from this? I mean, it seems like they're opening in the door with a baby Force-sensitive Yoda. And I'm assuming that baby is Force-sensitive because, you know, Yoda is species. Mm-hmm. And he, why would he be worth so much if he wasn't Force-sensitive? Mm-hmm. Like, why right. do we have crazy doctor, mad Dr. Mengdala or whatever, wanting him? Yeah. Using the obligatory Nazi reference that's not necessarily accurate. Yeah. So they've I done just, a good job of setting us up to be excited about the next episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really yeah, it had lots of action. Mm-hmm. It's just, it was just fun to watch. It was. was. It's just yeah. fun to watch, which made me happy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and the the guys at the beginning, Frozen and Carbonite. Oh my gosh, I was like, <gasps> yeah. That was funny. Like, did mm-hmm. Boba Fett like send out a memo to all his buddies? Hey, y'all, this is the best way to transport ever. Right. Freeze them all in carbonite. You don't have to listen to their yakking. <laughs> and they're not going to try to escape because they're frozen in carbonite. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Oh, that's cool. It was creepy, uh-huh. but yeah. And I kept on halfway expecting to see Han again. And I knew I wasn't going to see Han, right? But it was just so... Mm-hmm. When I think Han, I think Millennium Falcon, and I think frozen and carbonite Han Solo and so mm-hmm. it's like oh my gosh not Han again knowing that I wasn't going to references him, used in other ways though and they did a really good job of doing it mm-hmm. the music was awesome too um, mm-hmm. which I mean I, that sets the tone yeah and um, I don't think a lot of these guys get credit but Ludwig uh <sighs> Goranson, I don't know. Isn't he the one that scored Black Panther? Yes. Um, he's the composer for this one, and he did a really good job. Mm-hmm. It's just the second time. I noticed the music the second time around. I didn't really notice it the first time. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, but it's like, wow, this is really nice. I may have to watch the, I think I'll have to watch this one again and then watch the next one immediately yes. following like yes i mean i don't know that i'll keep up with that pattern but i might watch the one previous the, to it and then the next one every week right so i'll wind up seeing them all twice but at least so i have to wait until fridays yes, yes. sorry yeah mm. it's the way it's gonna go no more dates no more dates on friday nights no. <laughs> you just watch it friday morning yeah or Thursday, 
it'll probably drop at you know midnight or so and just hop up and watch it yeah right so you just you know have to start work a little bit late on friday there you go that's all well is there anything else we need to say aside from we really liked it i mean yeah if you haven't seen it watch it enjoy it it's fun yeah really high production value yes Mm -hmm. yes really high production value it's not yeah. as it's not as gritty as I was braced for, actually. I mean, it's yeah, but it's Disney. But I yeah, guess but it's I mean, you know, expect. it's I guess the trailer with the the helmets on stakes was like, oh my gosh, um, and then it wasn't quite so well gritty. Let's use that word. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, you know, I when I saw the trailer, I was kind of looking for that myself, but. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like I missed out after seeing it. No. Right. No. I don't think... I, anything more might have felt a little bit gratuitous and unnecessary. Right. It'll be interesting to see, you know, at the end of December, how we feel about it. Like, if if our feelings on it have changed or if we're bigger Mandalorian fans than we are right now or what. So, I'm I'm curious about that. So... Anything else we need to say? I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's a wrap. It's a short short one. It goes by so fast. Uh, yeah. The Mandalorian. Oh, it, I wanted to see is, more. Is Star Wars Resistance going to be on Disney Plus? Uh, well, season one is on Disney Plus already. I would imagine they're waiting for season two to wrap before they put it on there. Okay. That would be, I, I don't know that, but I, right. I did look because I was interested to see... And I personally plan on watching Star Wars Rebels because I have never watched Rebels and I have wanted to watch Rebels right? because they have a lot of information, I think, in Rebels on balance and what the force is and the Bindu, who I think are interesting. So, yeah. Yeah, I will watch Rebels as well. So we can definitely add that, you know, what we think about Rebels as we continue with the podcast Mm -hmm. forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it might be kind of interesting because I mean I didn't see it when it aired, and um, my stepson though for him, he's twenty one. The Clone Wars was a big part of his childhood, which I think is interesting because like, it just it flew past my radar entirely. So right. Anyway, all right. Well, are we going to sign out here? I think we can. All right. Yeah. Where can people find you, Frankie? You can find me at GooniePet on Instagram and Twitter. Okay. Melissa? I can be found at PaxiBabe on Facebook, <clears throat> Twitter, and uh, Instagram. Oh, and I do want to say thanks to Miles and Crystal for my bottle of wine that I had tonight. <laughs> oh, very nice. Your bottle of it's a wine. Gift. It was a gift, yes. And <laughs> y'all know how I like to have my, my wine during the podcast. So thanks, guys. all right i am palmetta blue on twitter and instagram if you would like to find me and i um have nothing else to say about that frankie how did you want to sign off um i will sign off with always carry a towel again i'm back to that okay (laughs) melissa as always truth and justice and the old standby for me 
may the force be with you. Bye. Bye. Bye.